What's up, everybody, and welcome to the iReach Podcast. I'm your host, Paul Robinson, founder and CEO of Construct Reach, a national consultancy and initiative that aims to diversify the construction, design, and innovation industries and empower a younger generation. Every single week, we are here merging education, industry, and culture with a variety of featured guests that you do not want to miss. So let's go, iReach. What's up, everybody? We are back here with another episode. And just like every time, uh, we have some amazing guests. But this one right here is near and dear to me. Uh, we've got Miss Brenda Curry, who is calling in from, is it California today? Yes, it's California today. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Welcome, Brenda. It is so good to have you here. Um, you know, it's always a pleasure. We've gotten a chance to uh, get to know each other quite well over the last years, pretty much since the inception of Construct Reach. And so this uh, this relationship goes way back. And, you know, you've been such an inspiration just to, to me personally in your career endeavors. And I'm sure your story will be a, an inspiration to, to others as well. So I just want to allow you to share what I already know, right? And when you share it, I mean, it's it's always a little bit different. So I'm learning in the process as well. But we just want to touch on just some things about your career and how that can be an inspiration to, to others who are looking into this industry or, as you know, with our mission at Construct Reach that may not even know, right, about their opportunities within the industry of construction. So Let's um let's take it back a little bit, you know, to to the genesis of how everything started. Like, tell us a little bit about your story, your journey, and then how that led into you getting into construction. Sure, sure. So uh, I'm a native of LA, and I don't know if we want to go all the way back to that, but take uh, us back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, after finishing grad school at. Uh, University of Southern California, USC, go Trojans. Um, I was working as a, an engineer, okay? And on that path in corporate America, always wanted to have my own business in, in some way. But after being in corporate America as an industrial engineer for just a few years, you know, that urge was growing more and more. Um, so I was do, dabbling and doing things on the side, you know, just that entrepreneurial spirit trying to get it satisfied. Um, no one in my family is in construction so or development. So it's not like a, a baton was being passed or any of those kind of things. And uh, I was dabbling in real estate then. And uh, there was an opportunity in the city. A big freeway was coming through uh, South Central Los Angeles. And there were, the carrot was out there for the opportunities that would be there for uh, women and minorities and all of those things. And it's just like, okay. And, um, you know, I was dabbling in construction, as I said. So I got my contractor's license while I was still working as an engineer. And um, after getting it kind of started, I took a leap of faith and uh, took a leave of absence from being an engineer and did the construction full time. And uh, after being in it for a few years, I had to make it work. I could not, I was not, I figured I was marketable. I could always go back to work for someone else, but I wanted to, you know, have my future in my own hands. So, you know, that's how I got involved in construction. Yeah, now that is an amazing story. I tell you, just to take that leap of faith, 
when you have a secure position and then to make this endeavor into the unknown, right? Where it solely depends like on you and how much you were grinding and how much you were putting into it. Um, talk to us a little bit about that because you know, you have a lot of people that, that desire to do certain things. They dream about doing certain things. Their heart may be in another place, right? But they are motivated by the fear, the fear of the unknown. And so they remain where they know they shouldn't be. Um, how did you get through that? Well, you know, uh, that I, I want to speak to it from what, how I was feeling then mm, versus yeah. some 40 years later, how I'm feeling now about that decision. Cause, <laughs> but at that point, you know, I guess I was always a risk taker and didn't know it. And, and like I said, for me, it wasn't a big risk because I could always get a job. You know, I'm a black woman with a master's degree back at that. You know, okay, I can go someplace and get a job as an engineer. I'm unique. Um, <laughs> yes. Of course, my father was like, basically, you're going to leave a good government job, you know, to go to. And it was just like, yeah. And he was like, talked about it. He's like, okay, yes, you know, I got you. I'm, I'm behind you and those kind of things. But <clears throat> I didn't want to say if I could have, would have, should have, had I done it or any of those kind of things. And then was the time to do it. You know, no children, any of those, any, none of that. So uh, yeah. what was at stake, you know, really? And now uh, having been in business, because everything is about risk, you know, and about fear and the unknown. And for me now, I can put that into words. You know, I know what that feels like because I'm doing that every day. And as I grow the business and I, as I just live. So the unknown, it can be two things for me. If you are afraid of it, that's fear. And it, 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 you're looking at the negative aspect of it. What if it doesn't work or any of those kind of things? It's still the unknown. So fear demobilizes you so you can't move. Faith still deals with the unknown. But you figure and you are looking at it in a positive way that, of course, it's going to work out because I have faith, you know, that everything about my faith is the unknown. So the unknown is not fearful. Yeah. It allows me to exercise my faith. Ah, that's good. That's good. See, look, you, you're telling the story and I'm still learning here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little wiser. Huh? Everything I get a little bit wiser. <laughs> That's the goal. That's the goal, right? Get a little wiser, right? That is good. That is good. So, you know, we're, we're talking about the, the business that you started um, in the industry of construction, right? That company is called Kurtom Dunsmere. So tell us a little bit about the company, uh, where you all are based at, and then what type of work that you all specialize in. Right. So the, the company that I started is Kurtom Building and Development Corporation, and that mm -hmm. company still exists. Uh, in, 2000, in 2000, I joint ventured and created a partnership of Kurtom Building and Development and Dunsmuir Construction, hence Kurtom Dunsmuir. So, um, with, and the, the type of work that we do and that Kurtom does a lot, all of that is, uh, you know, we are a preferred builder for Target and have been for, I guess that's 22 years now. So we do big box retail and we'll do anything in that, you know, in terms of new construction, remodels, uh, additions, whatever is required of our client, that's what we do. We also do um, affordable housing and um, 
with the public-private partnerships where often there are public dollars involved with nonprofits or those kind of things. So we uh, enter into that as a um, as the general contractor as a part of the team, or um, as actually as a development as a developer as well. So and some of our you know so we have to be in several markets and you do in any business you know you can't put all of your eggs in one basket. Um, so we do in the financial. Uh, uh, institutions. So with Bank of America, Wells Fargo, all of those, you know, we build for them as well. So, you know, we have, uh, and, you know, in Inglewood, we are located in Inglewood. And Inglewood is what's happening right now with uh, SoFi Stadium, with the Chargers and Rams uh, being there. And we were a part of uh, some of the construction on that. Um, the uh, forum, which was the home of the world famous Lakers. And, uh, you know, we worked on that project for that renovation, you know, when it was uh, revitalized. Uh, the Intuit Dome, which is where the Clippers are going to be housed is in Inglewood. And, you know, we're involved on that project. So, you know, we have our, our hands uh, involved in a lot of things. Yes, yes, that is good. <laughs> yeah, but that diversification of you know, of where you work and the type of projects that you work on, you know, I mean, that's, that's well, I mean, it speaks to just the, the savviness, the, the understanding of kind of the, the need to do that. Like you said, not putting all of your, your eggs in one basket, doing, you know, commercial and residential, um, and then with various partners. What, what is it about the, the construction industry that attracted you. I know you had the the business mind and you wanted to go in business for yourself. And of course, you know, we've seen, you know, just how how well equipped you were to do that with with having a long standing, you know, career as a businesswoman and growing and continuing to do so. Um, when you begin to venture into construction, I think you got into it, right? Because it's been a while. So what was it that kept you in this industry? Uh, and saying, you know what, I just want to look at a completely different sector. Mm -hmm. Well, <clears throat> the motivation, uh, even in, in, in making that leap, was I wanted to be involved with something that would make a difference in communities, to have impact. And I thought about early on, right out of college, uh, you know, running for an office, an elected official, you know, politics and those kind of things, and very quickly decided that eh, that's not quite for me, you know, so. No, I can uh, see that. <laughs> <laughs> so I can do that in the shadows without all of the other stuff that goes with it. Um, yeah, so, yeah. so that was really the the, the point and whatever it was I was going to be involved with, it needed to make a difference. And, you know, I was brought up in the Watts community, South Central and all of that. And, um, you know, the, the stereotypes and those type of things that are associated with inner cities. And it's just yeah. like, no, the beauty and what's in here, we need to be doing something to build from within to that to make a difference. So that was the importance of it. And in construction, and, and I wanted a business to be able to do that. So from the economics of it, to be able to employ people, to be able to change communities, you know, with affordable, and, and uh, I am a developer as well, and, you know, have a development company that uh, we would go and do those types of things in different places, different states. And with that, it's to identify the opportunity early 
and to be able to make a difference. How do you switch the communities by empowering the people that live in it? So with us building, um, you know, we have at least 15, 20 other companies, subcontractors that work for us. We're able to create an opportunity for other women, minorities, small businesses, all of those kind of things. Number one, to be on our projects. And then to go deeper to insist that who works for them, the actual workers on the project, which has how you tie in and construct reach and all of that is just like, we have to be uh, just using the community, the, the people who live there and need to work there. And we have to create the opportunity. So uh, it, it's very personal about that. And then that that's just how we do business. It's not what's imposed on us. Yeah. That's my heart. And we do that wherever we go. Yeah, oh, that is that is great. That is great. You know, and, and this is why, you know, first and foremost, love talking to you just about your journey, your story, um, you know, how you are leading, right, your company and navigating through this industry, because it's an industry that it doesn't look like you and I. Talk to me a little bit about your journey as a Black woman coming up, right, in getting that respect and being able to be successful in this industry that doesn't have too many black females that are in your position. Yeah. <clears throat> so one thing is to be comfortable about being the only one. Mm. Okay. That, that had to be there first. So there's comfort in it and not to be frustrated and uh, angry about that fact, but to know, okay, that's what I'm dealing with. How do I make a difference here? And how do I maneuver through it? And it's the same uh, thing within business in the different arenas or who are clients. It's <clears throat> what are the rules? How do I get paid? What does it take? What, what, what is it? What are the rules of this game in construction? And what are the rules client for you specifically? So I go in from it, not with uh, an understanding of, well, I've done this before, you know, I've been in construction and all of that. You know, I, I come in from management, you know, with uh, that, that, that kind of master's degree and that kind of education. So it's like, okay, let me figure out what it is. What's the game plan? How, how do I get through this? And the ultimate goal is to have a successful project and to get paid for the work that's being done. So when I know all of that, I'm able to then construct how we maneuver through it. Um, so it's the same way with um, the relationships. I mean, the good old boys were were and are strong, you know, yeah. to, to understand. I, at first, I didn't understand that, okay, when you do everything that is necessary, and it's like, okay, if I did all of this, therefore, it's like, boom, okay, I'm ready. And then it's just like, how'd you get through that? You know, basically was what was a, a, the unspoken, well, but this is really, here's another thing, you know, to get the rules added on. It's just like, okay. So uh, that becomes, you know, you have to create a temperament for that. And, and, and in understanding really the rules is, manipulation is a hard thing. Instead of being manipulated, how do you manipulate what's there and to get the power with it? I had to create be a part of creating some organizations, you know, on a 
state level and, and those kind of things and locally so that it's not just one voice speaking. I'm speaking for the voice of many and, and, and the voice of, you know, minority contractors in, in one situation. And from that, you know, was appointed to boards by, you know, judges and those kind of things, you know, so it's now strategically, it, 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 it becomes not just so much of what the rules are and what's on paper, but the relationships and how you create your network around that as well. So I had to, it was like, okay, I wanted to stay away from politics, but I got to be into this network in a way that is efficient and effective. So to really maneuver, I got to put 50% of my time into that or a good percentage of it and into running the business because that's a part of running it. So, you know, that, that dynamics was there. And, you know, you may not have ever heard me say this, Paul. I don't know if I, anyway. There would be situations where I'm at a, a banquet or a dinner or in a situation, a very social situation. Okay, number one being, if not the only woman that's owning something there, <laughs> but okay, that's it being with her. And then perhaps being the only black person as well. Okay, in a place where you know that you, it's unusual for your presence to be. Am I saying yeah. these words right, politically correct? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so then, <laughs> you know, as it gets later into the day, it's like, okay, I got to get in, see who I need to see, do what I need to do, and get out before too much alcohol is consumed so I don't have mm. to deal with something else. Yeah. You know, and that's very real. Yeah. That That's very real. And to, to be able to know that so that, you know, it's like, why... And to, to this, why do we have to even work as Black women or as whoever, the, the other, have to deal with that unspoken kind of thing and not to put yourself in a situation so that it has to come up. So with that, I try to maneuver out of situations where there I would have to exercise my voice, you know, uh, whatever that is. But, you know, so with that now, it's just like, okay, I, I got it figured, you know, I analyze the situations very early on and make conscious choices about, uh, thank goodness for having been in here long enough to be able to choose the environments and relationships and business that uh, we pursue. Yeah, yeah. No, that's, that's, that's a good point. You know, I mean, there's so much into that because early on, it's like, you know, you feel like you need that or you need that or you need that. And so you could you could chase that, but then find yourself in situations that you really don't want to be in. And so to be able to understand how to navigate through that and then now be at a point to where, right, I could pick choose, you know, I think that is that is very good. But I also heard in there, which is which is good, and I want to make sure I bring this to the forefront, not only just the it's the servant leadership piece, right? Because as you started a company, you wanted to create a company that can make a difference, understanding that you would employ, right, a, a workforce, essentially, um, and understanding, okay, I've got to steward this position properly so that others can reach their potential and replicating that, right, so that we could transform the communities, you know, that I come from, but also knowing that in addition to doing that, there's got to be relationships that I'm intentional about with people who operate in other spaces to maximize the experience and the opportunity for those who may not 
have right that opportunity to do it themselves. Uh, and so being able to develop those relationships, not necessarily you know going for office, but establishing those relationships with people that do have you know the the role and responsibility that influences our life experience, if you will. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I think that is very important because a lot of times we can just kind of remain in our circle. We can look at the obstacles and, you know, kind of go, woe is me, you know, and, and be very bitter and operate from that position of bitterness and with this chip on your shoulder. And that is so true. You know, you've got to have something that can employ people and that is not of just of notoriety, what's the right word for it, but you have to have an infrastructure and a company that's in place so that it can make a change. Yeah. Therefore, you have to be able to be, to exist and exist in a very vibrant way in what is our reality. Mm. Now we can change that by who we bring in, but this is our reality, you know, yeah. and we make a difference with it when we are successful in it. And, the, the, and we don't step outside of it. We forge through, you know, we make a difference. And you know, what always happens is folks are like, mm, they're surprised. I didn't, I had no idea. Now you become the favorite, you know? And, and I think of it with my daughter because, you know, she's a young woman coming up, an entrepreneur, you know, an artist, those kind of things. And, you know, it was a rocket science at Stanford. And you know, see some of these same things. And it's like the next generation of what the, the foundation that's been laid to be able to say, you know, oh, why are you surprised? You know, not to lead with it, understand that you are, but to change that narrative, don't be surprised that I'm here, that I'm in this space, you know? And uh, it was our generation and the generations before, as they went through those doors, it was like, okay, you're breaking barriers, you know? So yes, folks are going to be surprised. You know, we didn't, that's what you talked about at home. You don't have a conversation out in public about that. It's just like, oh yeah, it's great, you know? And yeah, but you know what's, what's, what's true? What has your name on it is yours. Mm -hmm. Nobody else can take it, you know? And if you speak it and are prepared for it, when the opportunity comes, you can seize it. So. Yeah. All of those things that kind of weigh you down and the baggage that gets you uh, frustrated and feeling like I can't and, oh, woe is me, and here we go again. It's just like, well, that's a part of it. It's a choice. I often remind myself, I chose this, and this is what comes with it. I could make another choice and not have to deal with this. We're going to deal with something. But when I remind myself of that, it's just like, okay, let's go. What has been your proudest moment? You know, there, there are, are so many. There, mm -hmm. there truly are so many. Um, but to be able to drive around or, you know, we're doing a thing now just to have a map and put pins in where we've been and where the business that we have affected and to be able to look at that and say like, wow, we, we've made a difference, you know, and we're still here. And, uh, and, the, and it looks good, you know, uh, it's something that you can be proud of. Uh, so it's not, 
any one thing in particular. It's, I don't ever consider myself successful or to have arrived, but on this journey, it's been good. And it's, it's what was set out to do to make a difference and to see, to be able to be here, to see the benefits is what makes a difference. And when you see someone, um, you know, folks who have started with this as a laborer, for example, and they're a project manager now and have been uh, touched every job within our company and, and, and they're still there and they're growing. And it's just like, that's what this was about. Yeah, no, that is, that is very good. So what would you want? Because of course, <clears throat> you know, we, we have these discussions all the time. Um, we know that the industry is in need of more talent. And, you know, there's, there's a lot of upside with, with this industry. Of course, you know, just your career and shedding light on that and speaking to it is a testament to that. But what would you want any young person that may be on the verge of trying to decide what they want to do um, from a career perspective, what would you want to tell them about this industry? Um, I, I think one of the, the biggest things is any desire or passion that any person has can be satisfied in construction. You know, we think of it as uh, very defined you know, and that's to put up a building, you know, it's a carpenter, plumber, electrician, boo -boo, just those kind of things. But uh, it is so vast because it is, is it not one of the, the one of the major industries in the world, <laughs> you know? And so if you wanted to be an attorney, you could be a construction attorney, you know? Uh, if you're in marketing, you know, if you're in developing accounting, you know, really, whatever your heart's desire is, and if you have uh, a, a desire and, a, and an ability, you know, artistically and that kind of things, could that not be architecture, you know? So it's just to, to take the blinders off and just to say, hmm, and this is an industry right now that's looking for young people. It's looking for young people and, uh, and looking for people in general you know, but specifically young people, because we've got to be very intentional about having a, a, a workforce there and folks that are in this industry so that it can, it, it will thrive, you know? So just that, you know, it, it is so vast. And I didn't know that, you know, when I got into it, it was just like, okay, you know. <laughs> but that's the, you know, I think that's one of the benefits of, being able to surround yourself with people that are where you want to be, but also just expanding your network to have a diverse network because sometimes you don't know what you don't know and you have to be in contact with people that can shed light on some things that you weren't even made aware of. So thank you, Brenda. I appreciate you being on as always. Always, and it is such a pleasure to 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 be with you, to share some thoughts, and to uh, to have been, been been invited on. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thanks again, everybody, for tuning into our show. Remember, like, share, subscribe to the podcast, and join the movement as we reach to build a better future that we can all be proud of.